God cures the patients, but the doctor takes the fee. She's pregnant, you know, with a baby. Don't argue with me. It's bad enough that she's having a baby and I can't even be there with her. Would you like a surprise, sir? Yes, I would. I'd like to be stolen by gypsies and taken to their camp in Bloomington, Illinois. Reach into my pocket. I hardly know you. My shirt pocket. He could deliver a baby with his eyes shut. It's the only way I'd do it, sir. Hey, MASH fans, this is Kenny, and it's time for another episode of the MASH 4077 podcast. And as always, I have my good pals, Al. I'm the cute one. How you doing? And Simon. Gentlemen. And today we're going to be discussing the season one finale, episode 24, Showtime. It's directed by Jackie Cooper, written by Larry Gilbart. Its production code is J324, and it originally aired on March 25th, 1973. Get this guy inside, Gil, with the breed his leg under local, give him a third of a grain of morphine. Now hold on, Pierce, a quarter of a grain's enough. A third. Stop! Are you going over my head? No, just through the hole in it. Go ahead. Now you hold it, and that's an order. Move! That's a threat! This happens to be a gold oak leaf. I thought it was a little big for dandruff. Look, Frankie's a big guy, he's in severe pain, he can handle a third of a grain. If not, there's an anesthesiologist inside to support breathing. Go do what I said. I'll take responsibility. Informed opinion says a quarter. Informed opinion wasn't lying on a stretcher with a bootful of blood. You've insulted me in the presence of others for the last time. Well, the plot summary of this episode. A USO stand-up comic performs at the 4077th, and the performance is juxtaposed with clips containing the following... Henry's wife back home gives birth to a son, and the camp's dentist receives his discharge papers and takes great pains to make sure he does not get injured before he sets off for home. Major Burns actually gets the upper hand over Hawkeye with three great practical jokes. The first is when he sabotages the still, causing it to spray Hawkeye in the face with gin. But, of course, Hawkeye licks his face really hard. Kiss you. Well, never mind. Uh, the, second involves, <laughs> the second involves the classic bucket-over-the-door gag. The third and arguably craftier joke has Hawkeye attempting to use the shower, but is quite annoyed to learn that Frank has switched the shower heads to spray alternately whenever Pierce tries to use it. How am I doing? Not too good, Trapper. His BP's low. His pulse is rapid. Give me another unit of blood. I gotta go into his chest. This could take a while. I hope he doesn't have a late date. Is it absolutely necessary to make bad jokes while you're operating? Absolutely. Scalpel. Scalpel. I found it invaluable to make bad jokes ever since I did my first autopsy when my colleagues put a kidney under my cap. Sponge. Sponge. Okay, how am I doing now? You're fine. He's in trouble. Can I be of any help? You could pray for me to become a better doctor in the next five minutes. Excuse me, Father. 
Uh, guest stars in this episode are Joey Foreman, plays Jackie Flash. Now, Foreman sadly passed away in 1982, and a role that sticks out after his appearance in MASH was, of course, <laughs> in Quincy, <laughs> appearing in three episodes. Mm-hmm. This should be the Quincy spin-off show. Yeah. <laughs> and William Christopher reprises his role as Father Francis Mulcahy. And we see, for the last time, John Orchard playing Captain Ugly John Black. And Harvey J. Goldenberg turns up again as Kaplan. Yeah, he had appeared in Chips and Al's favorite program, The Golden Girls. <laughs> don't, don't diss on The Golden Girls. Blanche rocks, dude. <laughs> and Sheila Lauritsen played Nurse Hardy. And she also appeared in eight episodes of MASH and one episode of Starsky and Hutch. And then we have Oak Sun Kim playing the Korean woman. All right. According to IMDb, MASH was the only TV series she appeared in. Well, it's because she was typecast. I mean, how do you break that mold? <laughs> she, did, she did audition for Jewish Woman, but uh, she just couldn't get it. <laughs> uh, Marilyn King turns up as Miller's sister. Her last role to date was in a TV movie called Christmas with the King Family. And Jean Terrell played another one of the Miller sisters. This was her only televised role. And Joan Luxinger also was a Miller sister, and again, her only role. Well, with a name like Luxinger. <laughs> <laughs> and she was a singer. That's right. <laughs> Who apparently didn't have very good luck. <laughs> Look, yeah. Why aren't you out there at the switchboard? Well, you asked me to come in the office. Well, they could phone about my wife at any minute. Well, you just spoke to the hospital. She hasn't even gone into labor yet. Don't argue with me. It's bad enough that she's having a baby and I can't even be there with her. Yes, sir. Well, at least you were there for the important part. All right, let's go ahead and discuss this episode. You want to start us off, Al? Uh, yeah, sure. Um... This was kind of a different episode, a little odd, but I believe this was like, I think this was the first of at least two episodes showcasing the USO. And I think the second one was uh, in the later seasons with a newer cast, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, But I I did, I like this episode um, mainly because I loved, I absolutely loved seeing Frank uh, get the upper hand on on, uh, Hawkeye. Uh, Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah, the jokes were just amazingly funny. And (laughs) the way, it was very natural. I mean, Frank was just... It almost seemed like he was devious at heart, and uh, he had always been playing these practical jokes. But then again, maybe he just learned from the best, you know, Trapper and, mm. and Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. Um, and quite honestly, those were my favorite scenes out of the whole the whole episode. Uh, I did like, however, how they built this episode uh, with the um, with the USO show being, if you will, the now, and then the flashbacks with the. Uh, with the other things, with uh, the gags and with uh, yeah. Henry and stuff like that. Um, and I, I, I love the ending. I, I absolutely love the ending. First of all, with uh, Hawkeye getting even with Frank by, you know, having the rigging cutting, cut, cut on the um, officer's latrine. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Frank is sitting there with, uh, well, with his stars and stripes hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> and I also love the, uh, the graphics at the end, you know, how they ended this episode with the... Uh, you know the USO show still going on, but they were showing the mm-hmm. names of the of the actors. I, I I really liked that. I thought it was 
It was pretty yeah. cool. Um, yeah, you know, just a side note, I noticed that they had uh, Father Mulcahy graphic, mm-hmm. but he was also the end credits when they rolled the credits. Right. So he, right. Got, he oh. got credited twice. Yeah, so I wonder if he got paid twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. One of the things I did not like about this episode, and I know it was, you know, part of the plot device with you know Henry becoming a father again, uh, was with um, with Radar smoking the cigar at the end. I didn't like that because that's not his character. Um, mm. You know, he's this naive boy. He's not supposed to be smoking a cigar. He's not supposed to be drinking alcohol. But you know, maybe I'm just a purist. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but all yeah. in all, I liked it. It was different. I think it had a different feeling than a lot of the episodes, and uh, I mm-hmm. think it was a great way to end the season. Yeah. Now, see, I, I when it first started, I wasn't liking the episode. I didn't. I didn't care for the whole USO. Themed, mm-hmm. you know the cuts back and forth. I loved all the little interstitial cuts that they did, going back to showing what was happening with everyone else. I liked that part. I didn't like that they keep coming back to that stupid uh, comedian guy. So this guy with laryngitis, he goes to the doctor's office. He walks in, he sees this beautiful nurse. But I mean beautiful. I mean she's built like a brick hospital. <laughs> Down, Charlie. <laughs> and I like the girls because oh, I love that kind of. Yeah, but I like the you know I like the singing because I I like that style of music so that was kind of cool. Again, this couldn't happen again. This is that once in a lifetime. This is the thrill but it just seemed useless, those scenes, because they really didn't have anything to do with anything. It was like a dear dad. They, I wish they would have just done a dear dad, and he would have just wrote a letter to his dad and said, this happened, you know, yeah. rather than going back and doing this. I, they, I know what they're trying to do, but it just to me it didn't work. But I wound up really enjoying this episode mm-hmm. just because of all the little bits and pieces that happened in between those. Well, I like think- you guys said, I, yeah. Well, I think it was kind of like a plot device, though, the USO thing, because especially in the beginning, when when you see the USO show going on, they pan to the audience and we see all of our major characters very, very preoccupied. You know, Hawkeye is reading a book or he's not paying attention to the uh, the scene because they're all preoccupied with what's going on in their lives at that moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, yeah, I understand. I just, for, to me, it just didn't work. I didn't like the way it was styled and cut together. But I did like all the little interstitial bits and pieces, like I said. I mean, I really enjoyed the fact that we, you know, and there's much change in, in later seasons, but Blake, this is his third child. He says this is my third, he has two daughters, and this is his first son. Now, in the trivia question that we asked a few episodes back, they say that he had four kids, but he only named ever, ever named three. So it's very confusing. Does he have three kids? Does he have four kids? He has four, but uh, you know they they don't talk about the fourth child. <laughs> he, he's, a he's, he's got these big spikes that come out of his hand, and you know, oh, uh-huh. yeah. They yeah. named him Logan. No, what, what really tugged at my heartstrings was, and I, I know this is fake, but is knowing that Blake would never see his son because he dies. Oh yeah! Spoiler oh, alert, yeah. everybody! If you don't know, he, you know he dies. Be- he dies before he ever gets home, so he'll never see his boy, and his boy will never know his dad. That to me, I was like, oh, it's even more heartbreaking because I know what's going to happen to him, and he's never going to see his son. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That that was that was hard for me to to, to watch. Um, I like like uh, Al said, I loved all of the the um, 
pranks, getting back at Hawkeye. And I love that Hawkeye really just accepted him. Mm-hmm. You know, the thing sprayed on his face. He kind of just looked at, at Frank and he <laughs> had a smirk on his face. He said, okay, you know, I deserve it. And he walked out. The water goes on his head. He has, again, I love Frank's reaction. He just He's holding it as much as he can. <laughs> but Hawkeye just accepts it. And the funniest, I was dying. I was like choking because I was laughing so hard was the shower scene for me. Yeah. Yeah. When he would pull that lever and the water would go on on the other one, and then he goes to the other one, I'm like, that to me, I was dying. I, that was the funniest <laughs> prank I'd ever seen. I, I really enjoyed that. Oh, yeah. Um, I, like seeing, I like seeing Radar on the drums. Gary can play yeah. because he's played oh, yeah. in previous pre, he's played in previous episodes but yeah th- I thought that was really cool watching him rock out and I just liked his facial expressions mm-hmm. his tongue was coming out and he was really getting into it and it was so funny I don't know if it was radar but it was definitely funny watching that yeah. <laughs> oh, he's, he's definitely a good jazz drummer there's, yeah. There's no yeah. Like yeah. yeah definitely and um, yeah I guess that's it it was a, it was a like I said it was a fun episode I like that Trapper was concerned for his patients kind of harkening back to when when uh, Hawkeye was concerned for his patient that's the last of the shrap better close him fast give me some 3 old silk I've lost the pulse I'm gonna massage the heart get some adrenaline ready <sighs> hang on damn it still no pulse Adrenaline, let's go, let's go. It's going again. But it's irregular. Um, and I like that father, okay, he was having, you know, saying that he, he doesn't see his work is not, you know, it's, there's no, what am I trying to say? Um, there's no use for him there. Yeah. Well, he, yeah. He, yeah, he doesn't see a result from his work. Like the doctors see that they're helping patients. You're not eating, Father. You know something I don't know? Well, something's troubling me, Hawkeye. Okay? Think of me as your mother, Father. May I make a confession? As long as you don't use any real names. For some time now, I've been comparing the disparity of our callings. Doctor versus priest. You fellows are always able to see the end result of your work. I mean... You know immediately if you've been successful. For me, the results are far less tangible. Sometimes, most of the time, I I honestly don't know whether I'm doing any good or not. You know, his spiritualism, he doesn't see a result. And I like the fact that they go and he, you know, he, he does a prayer over that last patient and the patient, you know, all of a sudden gets better. It doesn't look good, Trapper. Bed, it was so lousy. Hey, what's going on? There's a room where you three eloped. I started out to be an architect. Couldn't handle the math. Why don't you get some rest? Over here, Father. We need some cross action. Blood pressure is still low, but it's better. 
ping another unit of blood. Was that about not being sure you did any good? It's not supposed to work that way, you know. And it was just kind of a nice nod to Fallen Mulcahy. Uh, I've always liked that character, and he really is underused. And but you know, it was a nice ending. And I and, and like you guys said, I liked I liked the titles at the end with the names because it reminded me of the first episode when they did that. So mm-hmm. that was really cool. But how about you, Meds? What'd you think? Oh, I actually quite like this episode. Um, I like the the difference in in standard episode to the to having the show going on and then having the flashbacks. I, I actually rather enjoy that. I think it's because I think we've 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 had a few episodes up to here now that haven't really been as good or haven't really drawn me in as this really did draw me in. Um, I like all the same stuff that you guys have mentioned. The the scene in which Trapper when he's doing with his patient which it does reference the fact that he's the chest cutter of the operation when he says, pray that I'll become a better doctor in the next five minutes when he's going into the chest. You know, we, we always forget that he is the chest cutter, um, that which, which harks, of course, from, from the movie. Um, the thing with Blake's wife uh, having the baby, that means that Blake's been in uh, the MASH unit for at least nine months. Yeah, I thought, months. I, thought of that. yeah I thought of that too. And when you think of the Korean War was only on for three years, I mean, we, we're going to be mentioning this throughout the whole of this <laughs> podcast up to Series 11, where we have a numerous amounts of Christmas days, New Year's Eves, and all this kind of stuff. Obviously, you know, you have to take all that with a pinch of salt. But I just thought, because this is the first season, we can sort of, like, allow it to a certain degree because, you know, okay, so he's only been here for nine months. We've had a New Year's Eve party there. So mm-hmm. you can kind of almost timeline it a little bit. Um there's some great sentiments with, with Radar giving the baby to Henry oh, at the end. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that like is that. really nice, you know. Yeah. Oh, oh don't cry. Yeah. Radar, where did this baby come from? Oh. Not in any kind of uh, trouble, are you, kid? Oh, no, no, sir. Uh, his mother works in the camp laundry. I just thought, since you couldn't get to see your own son... He's a beautiful boy. Can she speak English, Radar? Uh, no, sir. But it's nice you could smile in Korean. Uh, well, I guess we'd better get back to work. Yes. And uh, and the fact that the the end when Hawkeye gets Frank back after all the practical jokes, he gives him a salute, which is a nice little <laughs> nod. I think I think Kenny, you brought up a great little um, little nod there. The fact that Hawkeye just takes these practical jokes as if you know, mm-hmm. and, and you almost get the impression that it's not always Trapper and Hawkeye making the fun. It's uh, this obviously says that um, Frank gets his own back every now and again. Right, because yeah. for the fact that Hawkeye just goes, here we go again, you know. It's a, <laughs> and I think when you when you see that, the, the whole of this thing brings you into the fact that 
this episode is all about um, repetition. It's all about normality because mm-hmm. you know it, it, it shows that with the with Trapper with the with the patient being concerned with Hawkeye just taking the jokes with a pinch of salt. Um, this all goes on and it has been going on all the time. I think it just shows the repetition of the episode. I actually we do quite like it. I do agree that the, the comedian just gets a little bit annoying, but <laughs> you know that they they, they they had those guys there and you know that was those acts that went round oh, yeah. in wartime. Yeah. You know, so yeah. Uh, but yeah, a better episode and and actually a rather nice episode to end the series on. And, and, and as we said, we all agree that the end title thing is pretty is pretty neat and especially Hawkeye actually asleep when his name comes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good. It was a nice. It was a nice way to end the series. Yes, operator, go ahead. I can hear you. Seven pounds, two ounces, twenty-one inches. What's uh, seven pounds, two ounces? Your son, sir. My son. My wife's had a boy. Well, it isn't a girl, son, sir. <laughs> Your wife is doing just fine. It's the hospital. The hospital. Uh, listen, uh, tell Mildred, uh, Mrs. Blake, uh, that her husband, Henry, uh, loves her very much. and that I'll. She didn't hear your name. Uh, Henry, H as in, uh, never mind, she knows my name. Uh, just tell her that I love her and that I'll call her and that uh, all my labor pains have stopped. Goodbye. All right, so let's go ahead and move on to some behind the scenes. Why don't you start us off, Meds? Okay, well, structurally, this episode, not unlike the two in this season where Hawkeye writes his uh, dad, uh, lacks the conventional linear structure of most television programs. It uses moments from the USO show, styles like the ones hosted by Bob Hope, uh, to make commentary and contrast the ugliness of war with the fluff of the performances in the show. Uh, yeah, but Jackie Flash is no Bob Hope. <laughs> he's, he's Bob No Hope. Uh, And when Hawkeye is talking to Henry about being away from home, he refers to the need for a 20,000-mile-long umbilical cord. That would be only 4,000 miles from all the way around the world. The actual distance is 6,730 miles. Uh, talk <laughs> yeah, about but 20,000 sounds so much better than 6,730 yeah. miles. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. It fit in the line better. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so that's it for our BTS. It was a uh, tough to find some BTS for these uh, later episodes. Yeah, but uh, mm-hmm. we we did the best we could. You never had any children, have you? Being single, it never seemed a wise move. It's too bad. It's a great feeling. So why do you sound like a hit and run victim? Me? I couldn't be happier. Oh, come on, Henry. There's no disgrace in admitting you're depressed because you can't be with your new baby. Yeah? Yeah, and as much as no umbilical cord reaches 20,000 miles. Here's to your new son, Henry. Yeah. Yeah. But let's hope I meet him before he gets drafted and sent over here. So uh, now let's move on to trivia. Woo, yay. yay. I'm so happy. I am so happy. Yay. I'm going to dance. <laughs> jazz hands. Jazz hands. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you guys are so excited. <laughs> Always. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Let's go ahead and do 
We'll do this question. So this is the early years, and the scenario is a rash of stealing plagues the 4077th with Hawkeye being the chief suspect. All right? So now mm-hmm. there's four okay. questions for that. So, uh, Al, what was stolen from Major Burns? From Major Burns was a um, uh, it was a picture frame. Yeah. I know it was a silver picture frame. Silver yeah, picture, it's a picture frame. frame. Yeah. yeah, picture frame that that held his mother. Mm-hmm. Very, very good. And meds, what was stolen from Hot Lips? Uh, it was a herb brush. Do you hair remember brush. who gave her her br- who gave those brushes? Her father. Her father. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Yes, and they, the answer is her ivory handed handled hair brushes. Uh, and then the question for me would be, who really did the stealing? And that was Ho John. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need to look at the answer. I know that's correct. Mm-hmm. And then here is the question for our wonderful listeners. How did Hawkeye find out who the culprit was? So that's a fairly long answer, uh, but you can go ahead and email that to mash4077podcast at gmail.com. Once again, it was during a, a rash of stealing plagues the 4077th with Hawkeye being the chief suspect. And the question is, how did Hawkeye find out who the culprit or the real culprit was? That is it for trivia. Uh, Captain, pass the salt. No. I beg your pardon? You're looking at one dentist who's not touching anything that hasn't been checked by the bomb squad. You've been taking rides in your chair again, Kaplan? You know that makes you dizzy. Reach into my pocket. I hardly know you. My shirt pocket. Those are my travel orders. I'm going home today. Okay. You mind if I look at these for drooling purposes? You unfold it. If I do it, I could get a paper cut. I'm not having any last-minute infection. you stretching things a bit? I haven't even used a latrine in 18 hours. Now that's something I didn't have to know. Oh, in, in my pocket. Can't be too careful. A friend of mine got his orders, broke his leg the next day. Got it tangled in a nurse at his farewell party. Yeah, well, you got a good point there, Kaplan. Uh, good luck. All right, you can find MASH 4077 all over the Internet. Where can they find us on Facebook, Al? Well, you can just mosey on over to the World Wide Web and type in facebook.com forward slash MASH 4077 podcast and like us. Please like us. Please like us, yes. Meds has very low self-esteem, and he needs people to like him. Come on, let's build up his confidence. (laughs) Yes, please come along and mash my already huge ego. <laughs> you can also follow us on Twitter at Mash4077Podcast. Or if you want to follow us individually, you can find me at GeekyFanboy. And you can find me at HawkeyeMeds. And I am at TalesPodcast. And we have a website, and you can go there at www.Mash4077Podcast.com. And we have a wicked cool blog. You can find that at www.mash4077podcast.blogspot.com. And if you ever want to email us, you can do that at mash4077podcast at gmail.com. And we have a MASH online store, and that's at www.zazzle.com slash mash4077podcast. You can also go to iTunes and leave us a review. We love getting reviews, and it helps us in 
putting us on charts like the top 200. So please go to iTunes, type in MASH 4077 Podcast, and leave us a five-star review. That would be great. And please do remember to send us your thoughts, comments, competition entries, or anything else to our email address. And that is at mash4077podcast at gmail.com. Captain Kaplan? Pilot, sir. Move over. You think I'm putting my life in your hands? What are you, 19? Uh, 18, sir. Uh, My feet have horns older than you are. What is that, a disinfectant? Who knows where these kids' hands have been? Goodbye, doctor. Please, nurse, no offense. Uh, I'm a dentist, I know. The mouth is a playground for germs. If the tongue weren't attached, it would jump out in a minute. Is, is it possible to bless a Jeep, Father? Consider it done. Hey, look, sir, we better get going. You have a plane to catch. Don't remind me. Even as we're talking, the propeller's getting older. Well, goodbye, everybody. Lucky man. Certainly is. Since this is the last episode of season one, Al, why don't you tell me what you thought of season one as an overall first season? I liked it. Uh, I thought, uh, you know, I mean, it had its ups and downs, of course, but what series doesn't? Uh, it obviously had something uh, there to, to gain such a huge following. Um, I thought for the time, you know, for the 1970s when this show was aired, uh, I think it was groundbreaking. I think a lot of the stuff that they presented to us was unlike anything anybody had ever seen, ever. And it definitely spawned a a great deal of loyal uh, viewers and uh, quite obviously because, you know, years and years later, people are still watching the show. So uh, I think the first season was a good first outing for the show and uh, I'm glad they kept it going. Awesome. How about your thoughts, Meds? Yeah, same. I think really, um, uh, you know, I have 24 episodes here for, uh, I think we've only picked on maybe six episodes that we've we've turned around and said that we haven't been too keen on. We've we've not really said we hated any episodes. Maybe one was a real downer, I think. Um, but when you think about it, that's that's pretty good for a first, uh, first series. Um, as Al said, it's a groundbreaking series. And what's nice about it is that you can see from the pilot up towards showtime uh, how the... The, um, the, the series actually starting to develop. Um, it'll be interesting to see in the second series what we start thinking of Radar and how quickly he starts to, to develop into a character as we know him now. Mm-hmm. Um, all in all, yeah, it's a, it's a season I'm more than happy to go back to and watch, which is very unusual, I think, uh, in, in a lot of long-running TV series. It's very hard to, to go back and think, you know what, season one still holds up to, to say, you know, season 10 or 11. Not there's many many uh, television series I have that many but uh, mm-hmm. no no really really good season and I'm more than happy to go back and watch watch virtual well actually I will say I'm more than happy to go back and watch all the episodes again <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm definitely with you guys I mean I'm not a huge uh, early MASH fan I prefer the Potter years and the Winchester but doing these reviews with you guys it's really made me appreciate this first season and Henry Blake and Burns and you know the the, the first crew of mm-hmm. MASH yeah. And I've really, really, really have enjoyed them. I mean, I'm, I'm surprised myself that I've actually enjoyed the majority of these episodes because I remember not liking the first few seasons. So, yeah. you know, it's nice to be able to rewatch it. And like you said, Meds, it holds up. Even though we know 
that these characters are much more developed in later epi- you know in later seasons which would make sense because they keep continuously growing it's still cool to see them in their original form how they first conceived them and watch them you know from uh, you know radar in season 1 to radar in season 8 is like you know two different characters so yeah. it, it's fun to watch that. And I think for a first season, they did really well. The stories were great. Uh, the acting was superb. And, you know, I think uh, obviously it did well enough to get picked up for a second season. And I can't wait to until we can start discussing season two. I think you picked up on a, on a thing there as well, Kenny, where uh, been, since we've been doing this podcast and we've been sort of like looking more at the episodes as uh, an analysis kind of mm-hmm. work, you mm-hmm. kind of appreciate a lot more. And also I think the fact that we know, of course, that unfortunately McLean Stevenson and Larry Linville are no longer with us. And you kind of like appreciate that a little bit more, uh, mm-hmm. especially, I mean, McLean Stevenson was always known as a, a bit of a comedy actor anyway, but I, I've being English, of course, as well. He was only on our TV screens in this program, and the same really with Larry Linville. And it's, you know, watching all the behind-the-scenes stuff, doing the research, everyone always says how much, how how the opposite Larry Linville was to Frank Burns, how much of a sweet, nice man he was. And the same with McLean Stevenson. It kind of like, you look back at him, and you know that the, these characters leave after in, in a few years time but of course them not being here as well we'll never see them again yeah. it's, it's 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 quite nice doing these podcasts where you you look on those characters and, and we've you know we've nice thoughts yeah yeah definitely so definitely. so you guys you guys agree that, that that the first group the first crew of mash was actually pretty good uh, better than you originally thought now i just want you all to remember at the beginning of this <laughs> podcast when we first started way back you know 10 years ago when we first started doing this podcast <laughs> i was the only one <laughs> who liked the first group oh no i still I, i'm still I, i'm still I, a bj and winchester oh yeah 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 i'm still i'm, still, I'm still a potter fan all the way yeah. but i i've learned to appreciate at much more because I mean I despise Trapper. He used to make me cringe, <laughs> but honestly, I really I enjoy. I can say I I enjoy the first season, and I I'm looking forward to season two. Yeah, I think yeah, it's gonna be a blast. Yeah, so, yeah. So I'm um I think it's great, and so I appreciate you guys doing this podcast with me. Oh, it's our pleasure. So, I, I feel I feel like it. it's some like anniversary, but it's really not. It's just the 24th episode and the end of season one. So, well, we should have a wrap party. Ch- <laughs> we're still chugging along and we'll we'll bring you season two and continue from there mm-hmm. cool cool so all right so i think that's going to do it for this episode i'm kenny i'm simon i'm al the guy with more hair than my co-hosts <laughs> <laughs> nice and we'll be seeing you it's really been both a ball an honor and a privilege meeting with you like this But I can see it's time to go because they're winding up the rubber band on the old airplane out there. So on behalf of the Miller sisters, let's hear it. Charlie Keller and his flat lunatics. And me, yes sir, me, in-person Jackie Flash. Saying that we'll be back to see you again real soon. Same time, same place, same war. So long now and God bless you. Yes sir, let's hear it out that was the scene in California's Mojave Desert five years ago. Our historic first view of the newcomer's ship. 
sailors was a slave ship carrying a quarter million beings bred to adapt and labor in any environment. But they've washed ashore on Earth with no way to get back to where they came from. And in the last five years, the newcomers have become the latest addition to the population of Los Angeles. Alienation, the newcomers podcast, is a fan cast devoted to the groundbreaking but short-lived TV series Alienation. This series tackles social issues like racism, bigotry, and intolerance with an alien twist. Each month, we will bring you a podcast dedicated to a single episode. The host will give you their thoughts on the episode, as well as some little-known behind-the-scenes information. So please subscribe to Alienation, the newcomer's podcast on iTunes, or visit our website at alienationpodcast.com. Hey there, MASH fans, this is Meds. Now, as you know, both myself, Al and Kenny have our own individual podcasts, and mine is called Waffle on Podcast, and we talk about classic television programs and films from around the world. So if you think that's your cup of tea, or cup of coffee, whichever you like, then come over to iTunes and type in Waffle on Podcast. Or, of course, you can go to our main site, which is at Podbean, so just type in waffleon.podbean.com. We would be honoured if you join us. Have you ever wanted to share something with someone just because? Well, we do a lot. So we started a podcast about, well, whatever we want. My name is Joyce. And I'm her lovely husband, Al. Uh, Well, you know what I mean. And we're the hosts of the Disneyland podcast, Tales from the Mouse House. And the Amazing Race podcast, Fast Forward. And I'm one of the co-hosts of the MASH 4077 podcast. And you'd think with all of these podcasts, we'd run out of things to share. But then you'd be wrong. In our new show, Just Because, we're going to share all the things that, well, just don't fit into any of our other podcasts. Yep, like videos of our puppy Kate as she plays with the water bottle. Mm -hmm. Maybe some episodes chatting about one of our favorite TV shows. Like Lost? Uh Uh-huh. Or maybe an audio play Al has written. And we'll even have episodes contributed by others who have something to share but just don't want to start their own podcast. You never know what you'll find on this show. Why? Just because. Visit us at because.podbean.com and in iTunes. And today we're going to be discussing the season finale of... (laughs) As a USO stand-up comic performs at the 4077th and the performance is juxtaposed with clips... Well, that's just kind of... Okay. The third is arguably craftier... The third and arguably craftier joke has Hawkeye attempting to use the shower, but is annoyed to learn that Frank has switched the shower. <laughs> and then we have Oakson. Oak- <laughs> is it Oakson? Oakson. Oh, yeah, it's Oakson, yeah. Kim. Oakson, okay. And Gene Terrell played Miller. What? All right, so let's go ahead and start. Dis- uh, let's go ahead. Mm. That would be only 4,000 miles from the... What? And we would love to get some feedback. You can go ahead and leave us a review on iTunes. That would really help us. It, it just 
It, uh, hmm, nah, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> <Just> something. <laughs> it gets our lovers working. 